Hey everybody, Eric Dillman here and welcome back to another episode of the Pro Series Podcast. This is episode 41 with Scott Cross. You may know Scott from an HGTV show called Help I Wrecked My House, hosted by Jasmine Roth. Scott is the contractor on that show. Um, he has had a very, very successful career as a contractor on television. He started on one of the biggest shows out there for home renovation. He gives us a little information on that, how he got started in the career, and some tips and tools for contractors out there. But before we get started into the episode, please make sure you make your way over to wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, subscribe, and like this podcast, and spread the word. And now, I hope you like episode 41 with Scott Cross. Awesome, Scott. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Pro Series podcast. I'm excited to talk to you about your experience on HGTV and just your experience in general in home building. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to share. Yeah. Yeah, I always like to start the episode on how I found the person. I found you on, I mean, I've always known you from HGTV. But you came through on my Instagram, somehow on my Discover page. Um, okay. And that's when I first saw you to wanted to come on to the episode. Um, but I kind of want to start out on how you, have you always been in the home building business? Is that something that you grew up in or in, had interest in? Yeah, so I started, um, well, my dad owned an electrical subcontracting company when I was a kid. Okay. So I used to always you know, work in that field and, and mess around in the warehouse and stuff. Um, never really found it to be all that fun. Um, so I went to college actually for radio. Um, oh, okay. and yeah, and got into that, loved it. Um, outside of college, <laughs> got my first job offer. And I remember it was, uh, 22,000 a year. This was like 20 years ago now. I'm 42. Yeah. About 20 years ago. So it's like 22,000 a year. Even back then that was hard to live on. I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know if this was the right choice. So in the meantime, my dad sold his company and started to, um, uh, be a, uh, he was started as a general contractor building track homes. Okay. And when I was talking to him about the whole, um, radio industry and, you know, the possibilities of the salary and what, um, what I'd like as a salary, it seems like he's like, well, why don't you just give it a shot? Work in the management side of the building industry and see how you like that. So I did. And I worked for him for about a year and a half or two. Um, started in the accounting industry just to understand the nuts and bolts. He wanted me to understand that side, which is actually really helpful. Um, and then moved into a, as a superintendent on a project, uh, actually a couple of different projects, but uh, building, you know, track home. So I would build I think the first track was 18 homes. The next one was 14 homes um, in a real tight 120 day schedule. Wow. And I, re- I really fell in love with the, the management and the business side of things. So okay. I started my own company thereafter um, where I wanted to build higher end homes. Um, and like I could make what I saw is I could make the same amount of money on 14 homes as I could on one high end home if we did what we call spec development. So um, at that time I was 23, 22, something around there. And my dad had, he's he purchased a property in Newport beach, California and hired my new company to build him a home. And then he sold it and oh, he did really well. So it was a great match for about 
five years, we kind of went like that. And I was only doing one at a time. I'd run my own job. Um, and then it kind of developed into this business that I have now where we're running, you know, 12 to 13 houses at a time. And we do our own spec development um, in the, you know, high end areas, which is, it's fun. Um, so that, that's how I got into it. And uh, currently I, I really like the, anytime I get to be involved with design or uh, business planning, things like that is what I'm really into. The actual construction is something that I do, but it's not something that I have a passion for. Yeah. It's funny. You said that it's funny to know that you went to school for uh, radio. Do you, do you, I find I've talked to so many people and they go to school for something completely different than what they're doing. Do you feel like any of that radio background has helped you with customers or just like you're being able to communicate with others? Yeah. So college, you know, my kids asked me that I got a 13 year old right now. That's asking me that I have a 13 and eight year old boy, uh, both boys. And uh, my 13 year old is like, why, why go to college? If you went to college for radio and you end up doing a, a job where you don't even need to have a college degree. For me, college got me to understand how to do things on my own without being pushed by other people. Um, so that was a huge uh, self-development time for me to, Hey, if you don't go to class, you're going to fail. And then, you know, you got nobody to save you at that point. Um, so that was number one that college gave me. As far as your question in, in terms of communication, I think that it certainly did help. Um, what it helped me learn is uh, how to gauge people, how to communicate the way that they want to be communicated to. Um, I think it, I think it's really helped me a lot. I, I should have been like maybe a psychology major, but um, <laughs> it really did help me talk to people the way that I feel like they want to be talked to um and really listen i mean talking is only as good as listening is so definitely do you have a podcast of yourself for yourself i've done a podcast and i have podcast equipment i just don't have the time it feels like or the you know as you know the hard parts getting everybody booked and then you know the the easy parts talking for me but oh yeah um, i had somebody helping me just kind of manage that part of it and then i was like you know what yes it's a lot of work spending a lot of time doing that but uh, I do like it. It was called uh, Luxury Living. Um, it's still out there, but uh, I haven't done an episode in probably about a year. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, that's pretty much matching both of your career paths into one thing. You got it. You awesome. got it. And same with the TV stuff. So, you know, yeah, everybody said I had a face for radio, but <laughs> <laughs> the radio. <laughs> um, but it did kind of help me get down into the TV path as well. Yeah. So speaking of your TV path, how did you, how'd that all come about? So back in 2008, um, I got approached by my cousin. Uh, his name is Dave Bowler. He reached out to me. He's like, Hey, he, he was working on the TV show, extreme makeover home edition. Oh, okay. Um, wow. back, you know, a long time ago, he ended up head of construction for them and they were looking for a builder in the Phelan area. And I'm like, Phelan, where the heck is a Phelan? And, uh, you know, I Googled it. It's like, it was like an hour and a half away up, um, from, from where I had lived. He's like, look, we don't have no builder. I know you're interested in helping. And, you know, when I was interested in helping, I told them, you know, I wanted to volunteer. I wanted to paint. I want to do whatever. He's like, we're looking for a builder. So you want to throw your name in the, in the mix here. Yeah. And I did. And, um, you know, got it to the right people. And, and they finally did us, you know, they did select me. 
So I ended up um, as the youngest home builder on Extreme Makeover Home Edition back in 2009. Wow. Um, yeah, where we built a house in a week and, yeah. and, you know, fell in love with the idea of helping people to the larger degree. I, you know, I've always been in philanthropy, but never to this degree where you can get more people to help, you know? Um, and I loved the cameras. Um, back in on Extreme Makeover, the builder doesn't necessarily get a ton of camera time, which at that time I was okay with. Um, at this time I am too, but, uh, but it was just neat to be around that and to yeah. see the way production works. And um, so that's, that, that was a start in 2009. Then in, um, gosh, I might have my years wrong. I think it's been six years and we're in 12. So that must've been four, six. So it must've been 2016 ish. I got approached. Did I do that math? Right. That's going to be embarrassing when I watch this back. <laughs> I think I did <laughs> maybe seven. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. 16 or 17. Anyways, I got approached by, um, a production company okay. for this show with Jasmine. And I was like, you know, I wouldn't mind doing it again. And I had the time. I had a superintendent that was uh, also available and, and rearing to go. And, and we did our first season of Hidden Potential. Um, I think it was 2017, 16 or 17, somewhere around there. And that's when I truly fell in love with the TV world. And, you know, what I tell everybody is like, what it's like, it's like in like, what I visualize as a nurse or a doctor, when you're in this place with people for, you know, 10 to 12 hours at a time, you really have a connection with them. Yeah. And, and that's what I love about TV is the connection with everybody. So, you know, Jasmine is obviously great to have a connection with, but it's the, the people, you know, holding the cameras and the mics and the um, production assistants and, you know, all the other labels that they have on people that, that are out there. Um, I don't even remember all the terminology, but the director of this, production of that. Anyways, yeah. all of those people, the team behind it and that energy of having the relationship you have so much, it was um, that, that is what's keeping me in the industry. Um, okay. it's just the camaraderie of the relationships. Um, I've built some really, really good friendships and, and just awesome times with these people. Yeah. So, so I mean, it seems like you like the production whole production side of it. Have you ever thought about producing? No. So I don't know anything about that side of okay. it. Um, you know, I, I like, I like not having to think and they're like, Hey, um, you guys are going to do some demo, you know, they try to lead me into it. And I say, Hey, don't lead me into it. Like I, I can't act. So just, just, you know, give me a sledge and, and let's just start talking. And that's what I like is just the, the ease and the, just doing my job. It happens to be some cameras around. Yeah. Um, that's what I like. Do you see a, di was there a big difference between going from extreme makeover who, which was on like one of the major four networks and then going on to, um, working with Jasmine, like that, the production wise, is there a big difference between the two? Yeah, that's a great question. So extreme makeover was my first experience. Right. And I mean, talk about the production level of a, I mean, I mean, I've never, yeah. I will never probably see another production level of that. I mean, it was, you know, boom trucks and, um, you know, I just so many people, hundreds of people on staff, uh, you know, we have 
the the police just guiding us down every road you know everything's blocked off and it's just it was intense so i i didn't when when we started hit a potential season one i was expecting a lot more than you know we get two cameras if we're lucky um and sometimes some some b-roll um on on a gopro but the production level is completely different but then when we did um so I did two seasons of Hidden Potential. Then we went to, yeah, after that, we did Rock the Block season one. Oh, yeah. Um, also on HGTV. And that was a level kind of between the two. So that was between Hidden Potential production and Extreme Makeover. So they had a lot of, they had some flyovers, they had fireworks, they had, you know, big, big, you know, cars with TVs hanging off or TVs, cameras hanging off of them and stuff. Um, and then I went back to uh the new help i wrecked my house uh seasons one and two yeah. and it went back to the normal hidden potential production uh but i i like it all i like it all there's pros and cons to all of it but yeah. um it's funny you say I, about the background the production stuff because that's every single time i talk to someone on hgtv or any of the networks they always talk about how awesome the connections between the the lighting people, the cameras and stuff. And it's almost like they wish they had a behind the scenes show that came after the season to like yeah. show everybody else what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, that's so true. Cause we have a lot of fun, man. We, I mean, and all of it can be shown on HGTV. It's all good fun. But, um, but I feel like that would be a show in itself. Like you're saying, um, cause in life, you know, it's all about relationships and connections. That's what yeah. it is for me. And that's what we're really making on this show. Um, yeah, that's interesting to have a show. I always try to think of show ideas. I've pitched a couple. I've had some uh, what they call sizzles made, which is kind of like a yeah. trailer to a TV show and uh, try to sell it to some of the networks. But um, that's a good one. That's a good idea right there. Yeah, I, like I mean, we've all talked about that in every single episode, every single episode I had with the HGTV person. I mean, you already yeah. have the content there. It's not like you're creating new content. You just have to have a camera right. person recording the camera people <laughs> <laughs> that's true unfortunately usually like anytime i try to get like a, a social media like an instagram or something type video the uh everybody just hides all the behind the scenes people they do not want to be in front of the camera you know that's so true. i don't know how that part would go but um but it would be cool for for everybody to be able to see that oh yeah yeah i mean that's pretty i didn't know that you were a part of extreme maker Edition. that show started yeah. For me, at least, that started everything with me watching their shows. I mean, like, it did, yeah. I mean, HGTV and DIY were still a thing then, but it wasn't the magnitude it is now. And I think right. Extreme Makeover Home Edition really, even though it was on a completely different network, it really brought yeah. niche to everybody's liking and wanting to watch all those shows. Yeah, that's so true. It was kind of the first of it, in my opinion. Yeah. But were you part of the remake at all? No, um, Jasmine. I mean, I went out to one of them, uh, but not on camera. No. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But it is fun seeing Ty kind of Ty Pennington start getting back into the the mix of TV. It's been oh, fun to see him on all this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. I grew up watching him on Trading Spaces and then Extreme Makeover Home. Yeah. And he came out of he just left and then now he's back, which is awesome. Yep. Was he the host on Rock the Block when you were there? No, the Property okay. Brothers. Um, one of them, Drew. I think it was Drew. I always forget all the names of everybody, but uh, I believe it was Drew, um, Drew Scott or whatever. He was Got the host. It. We had a lot of guests 
it was it was cool. It was that was a cool experience because I met so many of the of the HGTV people, like the different hosts. Um, in fact, Steve Ford. Um, so I did you know with the uh, Fords and yeah. Steve and I like I don't know I I still talk to Steve. He, he's the funniest guy. One of those relationships again that just builds, you know. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, the yeah, Fords are actually from fun. Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, that's right. They do the show in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 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 She lives in um, LA, I think now, and he still lives out there. Yeah. I forgot about that. You got to get him on. Yeah. I've tried. (laughs) Oh yeah. He is funny. Um, I mean, yeah, Yeah. both really good. Um, they've, I've seen some of their stuff in person, like on the road and stuff. So it's, they do some cool work. They do. They do. And neat people. Oh Yeah totally different um than any of the, that's the funny part about every single show i feel like everybody has a different style um yeah it doesn't look pushed because sometimes it feels like a production company is kind of pushing to be different to get ratings and it doesn't seem like that yeah and and all and i can speak to our show um the jasmine is the say in our show um she she Design, I mean, yes, there's a team behind her helping, yeah. but nothing will go through without her saying yes. And they respect her in that. And if she says yes or no, and if they have a difference of an opinion in terms of production, they, they'll tell her, but they, but her say is what happens. And, and that's cool because that yeah. that's how she gets her, like that's how she stays true to herself. You know, I think it's yeah. neat that they allow that. that. Is, yeah, that is really cool. Because you always wonder how much of a say, because they're doing so many jobs at once because you're shooting a whole season how it all works yeah so there's uh so this we just started filming season three actually um this one's kind of yeah so we just started two weeks ago um and then jasmine's going on vacation for a week so we're down for a week but um but it it basically we've got 10 episodes um and they're they're every every season's a little different but they're going to kick off um four houses no three houses at once and then so what i mean by like they'll demo three houses in a row day after day and then they'll um in this season we're going to do in two more weeks we'll do another two demoed while the other three are finishing and then usually there's like a solid break and then we'll do the four last one not break but like a solid break of demo demo days yeah and then and then we'll start the next four so it's it it but it's always different and it it's so complicated because of you know, you got a production that's usually coming out of LA. You got to get casting. Uh, guess the hard part. Um, and then you have coordinating. They're all compared to where production's at. I don't know. It's just, so I'm just along for the ride. I just say, hey, show up this day. <laughs> I was like, perfect. Yeah. That's so, always been, uh, I always found that interesting talking to the, HGTV people on how the shows are shot because I know how slow some jobs could be all the ups and downs so it's kind of cool to hear from you and how the show is shot like that that's pretty cool yeah yeah it's very unique and the general contractor is usually the one that dictates um Uh I mean it's going to depend on what production company you're, you're with but the general this production company RTR Media will allow the general to kind of dictate the way they'd like it to be ran. Um, and obviously it's coordinated with, with camera time, but like, but they do respect the, the build itself. 
and how how they can get it done quickly yeah very cool yeah awesome well i mean it was awesome talking with you today scott i want to end with where people could find you on social media um and how what shows um are currently on or what shows they could get caught up on discovery plus from you um so the floor is yours thank you sir um (laughs) so let's see where to find me so on instagram it's scott cross official um (laughs) i was telling you earlier i have to look everything up because i don't manage the social media i try to i try to uh not know that stuff because i get packed in anyway scott cross official on instagram i know i'm on facebook too somehow but i don't know where (laughs) sure it's on scott cross something um (laughs) sc homes is my company name so i have a uh you know that's who does that's that's the major um back behind me so schomes.com or schomes inc i believe it is on instagram um and on discovery plus it's uh, Hidden Potential season one and two, mostly one. And then it's Rock the Block season one. And then it's uh, Help I Wrecked My House season one and two. And season three, we're in filming right now. So, oh, awesome. I can't yeah. wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. I'm definitely going to get caught up. I don't think I've seen the whole season two. So, I need to get caught yeah. up that before the season three comes out. For sure. Thanks for watching. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I, I mean, I try to support, I know how hard it is. Um, to get shows up and running and stuff from talking yeah. to everybody. So I love to support everybody on their shows. Yeah, that's great. I appreciate that. Awesome. Yeah, no problem. Scott, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I can't wait for this to come out and everyone to hear it. Same here, man. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. <laughs>